Welcome to another episode of the Ticklish. Hey, don't don't do that. The Ticklish Travel. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of <laughs> the Ticklish Traveler and his travel tales. Don't do that. Webster's Dictionary, everybody. Okay, what I want to talk to you about today is looking alive. I went down to breakfast here at this hotel in Colorado, and there was a fella opening the door with his back. Well, all I had to do was open that door on him, and he would have... He would have fallen right on the back of his head. Well, I stood to the side... And he still ran into me. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I said, it's okay, little fella. Just kind of look alive, will you? So the other day, it was Thanksgiving. I opened the curtain. And it was midnight. I looked down at the fast food restaurant below. And it was empty and dark and quiet. Well, this vehicle pulls up into the drive through at midnight on Thanksgiving, and I timed them. They sat in that drive-thru for eight minutes. <laughs> I mean, this is getting out of hand. So yesterday, I wanted some milk. I walked down to the little filling station and got a little thing of milk. And the guy working there, he was real funny. He says, That'll be 199 pennies. I said, I'm going to give you everything but my pennies. I like them too much. I gave him two bucks, and he got confused and gave me back nickly. So I happened to have two dimes in my hand, and now that nickel. So I held it out underneath this old guy's face, and I says, can I get a quarter for this? I just gave you a nickel. I says, you don't understand I want a quarter for what's in my hand. And he stared at it. Ten seconds went by. I had to tell him again. I go, can I get a quarter for these coins? Oh, yeah, I guess so. Boy, oh, boy. And I go into this big store here in Colorado, and I ask a young fellow working, I says, hey, man, what time y'all open up here? I don't know. How you don't know? How long you worked here? A couple of months, I guess. And you don't know what time you open up? No. Well, I got news for you managers out there. When you hire these young kids, make sure they know when the store opens and closes. Well, there's a gal outside the same store the other day, and there was, there was a cold, wintry storm. There was snow and sleet all around. Well, she's out there doing charity work, getting the money in the can. And I asked her if she wanted a hot cup of coffee. And she said, I'd love one, sweetie. She said nobody offered her anything, and she had been sitting out there for hours. Now, that's pitiful. That is really pitiful. So I go, don't worry, I'll get you a big cup of hot coffee. So I got it for her, and I came outside, and she wasn't there. <laughs> man, oh, man. 
Well, I like to throw in a story. When I was in Europe, I was having a hot coffee. It was a mid-autumn day, and it was cool. But the sun was out, and I was sitting outside at this pedestrian-only street in Europe, and all the people were walking and going by on their bicycles. Well, I heard ting, 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 and I looked to all the people, and it was old Tommy boy, and there he was waving. I waved back. I spotted him. Well, then here comes Christina, old sweet Christina. So we we greeted each other, talked for a few minutes, and a few moments went by. A couple more friends, they waved. It felt really great. I sit for the first time on an old pedestrian street in a new country and I was looking at the businesses across the street and all their long local names and you look above the businesses and these people live there in their flats which means apartments and I looked up that early morning and there was an old lady up on her balcony and she was shaking her towel out, and we waved at each other. And I really did enjoy that. It sure felt good. I felt like one of the locals sitting there having a hot coffee on a pleasant, sunny European autumn day. Hope everybody liked this. And try to look alive a little bit. Keep your heads up and pay attention. All right, everybody. Thank you. Pele, everybody. Watching one of these travel shows. And the host of the show says it's all about the people. And then he proceeds to tell you, how to get off the beaten track and away from him. <laughs> he's sitting there talking about all the crowds and these wave of people are going by him in one of these mountain areas and these people that are walking by the travel host are from India. The guy's got the big black beards and I think they're called the turbans. And he, travel guy, saying... How to get off in this stop and this stop. And you can avoid all these people. I just wondered why he's got to be such a hypocrite. If you're going to talk about meeting people, then talk to them. Okay. Well, as I usually do, I like to share a little story. I was sitting at Fig Garden Village which is an open shopping center in Fresno, California. It's got the thick wood roofs, tiles, and it has what people say over there, a good atmosphere. I've met a lot of people there, sitting and having a coffee. This little French guy used to own this bakery. And when I'd get back from Europe, we'd sit down and we'd have a long chat. And we'd swap stories. And I liked the guy. He was the owner and he always gave me bread. And I did yard work for this guy. So anyway, one day, 
I was sitting at another coffee shop in Fig Garden Village, and this guy from India walked by me. And he was a big guy like I am, well over six foot, 230 pounds. He had the big black beard and the turban. And he walked right by me, and I says, Howdy. Hello there. So he sat down and talked to me. And <laughs> we had a good talk about cheese. This guy from India, I was looking at him and he was looking at me. And I was three months older than this guy. <laughs> we had fun with that. You better listen to your elders and all that. Well, this little kid came up. It was his son, and he sat down with us, and the kid was all smiles. And he thanked me for talking to his dad. He said nobody there at Fig Garden talked to him. I said, are you kidding me, man? We're having a good old time. So the kid proceeded to tell me what his dad did. He drove cheese from California to Texas in the truck. Well, the first time he drove a truck full of cheese, it melted, went bad, and got smelly. <laughs> Not like the stinky cheese in Europe. This cheese he had to throw it away. So this Indian man from India bought a truck that kept the cheese cool. The little kid thanked me and I thanked him. I thought that was real interesting. When you do talk to people, these stories kind of stick to your memory. I never met anybody that drove cheese across, halfway across the nation, and then to have it go bad. <laughs> we didn't talk about India at all. We didn't talk about any of the places in Serbia. We talked about cheese and trucks. Texans and Californians, and we had a real good time. Okay, everybody. Thank you. Orville and Wilbur Wright, everybody. Well, flying back from Europe into the States, San Francisco, it was a half-empty airplane, and there was a little dumpy broad next to me, and the only other one in our row was this great big Viking guy. And they were kind of googly eyes at one another. So this little girl, she says, hey, there's, there's a seat back there. I go, I know. I know there's a seat back there. And she says, why don't you go back there? I said, oh, you know, you're a lot smaller than I am. You can go back there and fit better. And I was eyeballing this little can of Pringles she had. So the third time she asked me, I go, you know, It'd be a lot more pleasant back there if I had some Pringles to eat. She said, keep going. She threw the can at me. <laughs> so I went, <laughs> I went back to, I was eating these Pringles. And her and this Viking guy, they got acquainted and they were putting their arms around one another. Boy, did she get dividends out of that can of Pringles. <laughs> so I was just chatting with everybody as the plane was moving along. And right next to me, across the aisle, there was this six foot eight, six foot ten, 
you guessed it, Dutchmen. They are the tallest people in the world. They got my Montenegro beat by just a smidgen. So anyway, me and this Dutch guy were talking. He's a young fellow, I don't know, maybe 28 or so. And he, I remember he gave me a big giant bag of M&M, and I, I gobbled those down. For some reason or another, there was no food on this plane. I don't know why. So I was talking with this Dutch fella, and he was telling me about cards and putting them in the machine and getting the money and putting them. And he says, I should have one. I go, man, I like to have cash on me, old-fashioned way, you know, old-time hockey. And no, no, he said, no, you got to have a card. Evidently, it's illegal in certain areas of Sweden or Norway already to spend cash. He was real, really, really strong opinion about having cards. Well, we had this conversation. I finished that little bag of M&M's. And this little raunchy guy walks up. He goes, hey, you guys are going to San Francisco, huh? And, man, this guy stunk. And he reeked of everything bad. Man, oh man, he sat down in the fleas all around. Uh, San Francisco's nothing but a dump. It's a garbage hole. If you want a room, it's gonna cost you a hundred bucks. You're gonna have to share it with rats and mice. And it's just a dump of a town. It stinks. And all, <laughs> all these. European people were all around, had never been there, and their faces were just dropping and anguish and shocked. They couldn't believe it. And this guy went on and on how miserable San Francisco was. And you're going to have to walk through urine and this and that. And I kind of chased the guy off. He was scaring everybody. Hey, man, you know, let's go over here. And, you know, I got rid of the guy. I didn't throw him off the plane or nothing like D.B. Cooper. I just kind of walked him away. So we... We landed in San Francisco. I greeted the Dutch guy. Nice talking to you. Good luck, fella. You know, and I was headed out the door, and there's a light rail. It'll take me right into Santa Clara. And I have a fellow Serb there, this Mila, and she lets me stay with her. And I go there and visit with her, and she's a good old girl. Anyway, uh, two steps away, one step away. Ah, ah, ah. I hear this Dutch guy, and he's hitting the machine. Oh, no. I says, oh, no. Oh, shoot. So I turn around. I say, hey, fella, what, what's the problem? He says, you know, I forgot to notify my bank, and I forgot, I forgot, I forgot. He couldn't get any money from that precious card of his. <laughs> And, of course, he didn't have any local money. He had relied everything on this card, and it wouldn't work. I go, oh, man. So I don't want to leave this guy alone. As tall as he was, man, them guys there in San Francisco, they would have eaten him alive, this tall giraffe. Oh, boy. So I went with him. It was late at night now, and it was a pleasant evening. So we went walking around, and I said, you know, how can you not show up? At least have a couple hundred bucks on you. Just in case something like this, he goes, I know, I know. And he was sweating and nervous. I go, don't worry. You know what I mean? I, 
I went and got us a late coffee and, you know, said, I just, just relax a little bit, you know, just hold, hold tough. You know, you'll get it. You know, don't worry about nothing. You know, I'm with you. And don't, nobody's going to do nothing you know, except that guy with a machine gun over there. And he looked like, oh, I just, <laughs> I, okay, okay. So we went walking. Let me show you something. This is San Francisco. So we went walking around the streets of San Francisco. Na, 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 na. We walked bad neighborhood, good neighborhood, bad neighborhood. And yeah, there's homeless people and this and that. So I walked in to a hostel. And I told the guy from Holland, this tall six foot ten guy, I says, watch this. I says, how you doing there? Oh, can we help you? Yeah, I'd like to just see how much it is for room for one night, for me, for tonight. You happen to have an ID, sir? I said, all I got is a passport. I'm sorry, the passport won't work. You have to have a driving license. And the Dutch guy was sitting off to the side, and his face dropped. He couldn't believe it. I go, okay, thank you anyway. So I walked outside. He goes, how can they not accept the passport? It's the strongest ID in the world. I go, man, you're in San Francisco now. I'm just explaining things are going to not work out the way you think they will here in this city. And he goes, man, he was really sweating bullets now. I go, come on, you know. We went around the corner, and we sat down. In the gutter, and he got some spicy food from, I don't know, one of them countries. So we sat down and watched all these fancy dressed people pull up, and they were pulling up in all these brand new cars. It was like, I don't know, like we were watching the Academy Awards or something, me and this Dutchman. <laughs> we're just sitting there eating, and people were walking by and saying hello to us, and they just had me, hey, you guys, it looks like you're having a good time, and yeah, yeah, we are. So I got up. I shook the Dutch guy's hand. By then, he had doped out how to get the cash. He got a little bit of, little bit of cash. That's how we got that spicy food. So I, you know, I wished him luck. I go, hey man, you know, be careful, but don't forget to have fun. You know, there's a lot of fun in this world. Just, you know, just go on your way and just, you know, have a ball. So he thanked me for sharing all these stories with him. You know, and I thanked him. We departed, and I took the last light rail or train out into Santa Clara, and it was late at night now. It was a pleasant evening, but it was very late. So I pull into the bus depot there in Santa Clara, and the phone call wasn't working. I go, oh, no. So I walked out of the bus depot. I had to get a hold of Mila. I walked across the street, and I used the phone call. It was some maniac. He was coming around the corner from this bar. So me and these other little guys, we were there, and we we all kind of dispersed in different ways. And the guy was, he was going down the street just like a madman. So I got back on. I go, hey, Mila. Did you? She goes, what was that? I go, did you hear that guy? She goes, I'm just around the corner. She says, don't worry. I'm going to get you in a few seconds. So I'm up the phone. Sure enough, shoo, Mila pulls up. And we kind of follow this guy. It was like one of those old Kolchak episodes. Well, we found out later on that this guy 
was eating people's faces. <laughs> oh, man. You got to be kidding me with all this, man. Welcome back to California. <laughs> okay, everybody. Hope you enjoyed this. As that was some night. All right, go ahead, ignore me. You'll be pampering at me when the money starts rolling in.